Welcome to the Wandering Pilgrims podcast. My name is Courtney. I'm one-third of the Wandering Pilgrims. The other two-thirds are made up of our daughter and my husband, Josh, who you'll be hearing from on here as well. You will hear about lots of different topics on our podcast, from biblical discussions, book reviews, Christian travel, homeschooling resources, and so much more. You can also check out more of our travels and resources at our website, thewanderingpilgrims.com, and of course, lots of photos, videos, and resources on our social media pages, YouTube, and Rumble. Hope to see y'all there. Thanks for stopping by the Wandering Pilgrims podcast. wandering uh, thoughts without wandering. <laughs> Welcome to COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. Isolation. Yep. Social distancing. Mm-hmm. Quarantine. Don't get me started. All this quarantine. I can't say a whole lot. I'm pretty much self-quarantined all the time. That's one yeah. of the beauties of homeschooling, right? That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'd say that everybody's had plenty of wandering thoughts yeah. with all this going on. So, we figured we'd talk about uh, some stuff related to uh, the coronavirus and everything going along with yeah. it. Um, definitely the topic of the day. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's a good thing that we're doing. We're taking these, we're taking drastic steps. Yeah. Um, Because we were, we were, me and you, we were watching those videos the other day about the Spanish flu. Yes. And there were some cities who took steps. And some that didn't. And some that didn't. And the ones that didn't. Were completely overwhelmed. Yeah, they really were. Um, it's amazing what you can find videos on on YouTube. Yeah. But they were very, very helpful, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, for helping to kind of understand why the measures would be take, that we're taking now are being taken mm-hmm. and taken as seriously as they are. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to get to spend a lot more time together. <laughs> Hopefully we won't go stir crazy since we can't be wandering around. I've already had a little bit of that. Yeah, you did. You did. That's the truth. But <laughs> we can get some stuff done that we need to mm-hmm. do and we can spend a little more time uh working on videos for you guys. Um and working on some other stuff like maybe Patreon and tossing around the idea of merchandise and stuff too. So uh Look for uh, links or cards or announcements if we get that up and running before we're out of uh, social distancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 
but uh, definitely gives us the opportunity to do some stuff that we haven't had the time to do mm-hmm. up till now. Um, yeah. But I have to say one of the things with the coronavirus and all of the stuff for me, let's be honest, everybody has been on the internet and on social media mm-hmm. more than normal. Yep. Because we don't have a whole lot to do. Yeah. We're bored of TV and we're bored of the internet, but we're going to sit there with the TV on while we're on the internet. Mm-hmm. Sharing stuff. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I know this is scary. Um, but probably the thing, there's two things that have really bothered me mm-hmm. when I'm on the internet. And it's, uh, Certain homeschool posts bother mm-hmm. me, and certain um, Bible verses. Yeah. Yeah. Bible verses out of context. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the best example, and I don't know how many people have seen it at this point, but probably the best example for me is like where they make the, uh, they break down COVID-19 mm-hmm. to where it, 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 each letter um, represents like, what was it? Um, Christ over, uh, viruses, viruses and infectious infectious diseases. diseases, Okay. So we've made that apply. Mm -hmm. And then you go a step further. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's, you gotta go a step further. Mm -hmm. There's, there's the 19 there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, apparently it can't be chapter 19. It has to be broke down. It has to be a 1-9. Well, there's obviously a first chapter in every single book of the Bible. Yeah. So, but for whatever reason, Joshua 1-9 is the one that's accompanied. Yeah, I feel like someone went through a lot of scripture. I don't. Until they found it. I don't. Because... Joshua one nine is more well known. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe not by everybody, but. But, I mean, do you want to elaborate on what Joshua one nine is? So one nine, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you, everywhere you go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some other ones that don't have all of the full context posted. Mm-hmm. But they're typically talking about pestilence and things. Yeah. So I kind of... I haven't <sighs> seen anyone talk about Revelation, though. No. No one's no. done anything with... Nobody's cro- quoted with, Christ that I've yeah, seen either. No one's quoted um, Revelation. No. Hmm. I know. Interesting. Also, I found I found this kind of. If you go just one back yeah, to one verse eight, back. Uh, it says, "This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it night and day, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it." 
for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success hmm. and then it says have I not commanded you be strong and courageous do not tremble or be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go and that is a good principle to remember. I'm not saying that the verse mm -hmm. in and of itself is not. I mean, we all we know that everything in the Bible is good for teaching, good for mm -hmm. reproof, good for correction, good for, you know. Yeah. That's why, that's why I'm I'm currently trying to work my way through the entire thing with mm -hmm. our with our little one. Um, but it seems like a stretch to make it fit. COVID-19 to make it fit into into that. Yeah. A little bit. A little mm -hmm. bit there. Uh, does that help our witness? Mm. Does that further... I don't think it helps anything when you insegeet things into into scripture. Um or anything like that. For the people that don't, you know, read thesauruses oh. <laughs> of theological terms. So okay, so exegete <laughs> is 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 what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to read the passage and pull the meaning out of God's word. So a good pastor will do. Ex he will expository. Elaborate. An expository pastor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He'll elaborate on what God's word says. When you insegete, you do the opposite. Insegesis, you do the opposite. You read things into the text, which works way better when you're teaching topically, or if you're teaching one verse out mm -hmm. without the rest of the context, or if you're teaching a false gospel. Yeah, that's true. Well, most people think it means this, but it really means this over here, like that. This, that passage right there, one eight. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it night and day. Now, that means they're supposed to read the law, understand it, to a point that they can meditate on it night and day. Like, understand this is how you're supposed to be. So that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have success. Now, if I wanted to, I could really insegeate a lot of stuff. into success. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have success. Just concentrate on the part of the verse that yeah. Just you I just want concentrate to. on that part, and I can tell you all sorts of prosperity gospel and health and wealth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna write that one down mm -hmm. after this. Remind me, I'm making mm -hmm. a list of verses that can be taken out of context <laughs> yeah. easily. Um, now that there were some folks uh, that I was listening to from um, this podcast. Yeah, I think. Apologia Studios. Okay. I think. Um, and I don't know whether they come up with the term, but they came up with the term of narcissus, where the pastor reads himself into the text. And 
correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't that apply typically to one pastor in particular mm, yes, more than others? Does. Yeah. We'll remain. Mm-hmm. We'll let him remain nameless for now. <laughs> if you're curious, go look up their podcast. Um, pretty sure you'll figure out who they're talking mm-hmm. about pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things with this whole... It's scary. I get that it's mm-hmm. scary. And I hope that people do dive into their Bibles and take some of the time that they now have on their hands that they don't know what to do with. And just kind of reconnect with God one-on-one. I mean, there's a reason mm-hmm. we're told to pray in a closet. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't say for the priests to know the law. Mm-hmm. You're to know the law. You're to know the word. You're to know the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Your pastor's not living your life, yeah. your Christian life, your witness. So if you don't know it for yourself, yeah. do, you, do you even know if you are living out your witness for Christ, truly for Christ? Or are you doing things in your day-to-day life that he commands you to not do? So... But, and I do hope that all of that does come out of this. But for the time being, could we maybe not be sharing the stuff if we don't know the context of it? Like where they try to make COVID-19 fit things like Joshua 1-9. Yeah. Everywhere. it's It's a plague. Plain and simple. It's a plague. Plagues happen. They've happened throughout history. God has sent plagues. We just call them pandemics now. Yeah. God has sent plagues on nations. Before. Before. Um, I'm not saying that he sent this plague. It's obviously... Allowed. Allowed. Um, Nothing is... And it certainly creates a good opportunity for you as a Christian to witness to people to to share the the gospel with people because everyone's thinking about their mortality right now well and i also i mean there you know that there are a couple of things that are near and dear to my heart and most of those have to do with family mm-hmm. in some, whether it's a marriage whether it's you know with kids and our families are not functioning the way that God structured them to function. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that one of the things when we come out of this that people will have realized is the value of family, the value of the family structure that God put in place. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Our day-to-day really didn't change. And, And we... Even when we weren't completely, we were still more or less falsely converted. When mm-hmm. we, when we, you know, took to the whole me taking care of our daughter at home and planning to teach yeah. her and you being the provider. It almost feels as if God set us up for this beforehand. Well, he's Before always we has his hand in everything. Converted, we were we were. He was moving us into a position to be able to do this. I hope so. I, I hope if it just helps one person yeah. because it's hard. 
It's mm-hmm. hard. I mean, you see these people in society that have two incomes and they're making mm-hmm. two or three times the amount of money you are. And they have mm-hmm. all of this uh, wealth and cars and houses and vacations and mm-hmm. all these things, which seem great on the surface. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell you how invaluable it is to not miss a single thing that our daughter learns to be a part of everything that she learns Mm -hmm. to learn with her about the bible about god and and to be able to help her understand those things she's not asking someone else she's not asking her teacher she's not asking a sunday school teacher you know she's asking us Mm -hmm. and I know there's a lot of kids that are scared right now. Their whole world's been turned upside down. And now all of a sudden, hope you know, they may hopefully be at home with at least one parent. Mm-hmm. But from the things that I've seen online about people schooling at home, because yeah. they're not homeschooling. They're schooling at home. Yeah. There is a distinction. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's a question. Here's a question, not to cut you off, but here's a question. What do you think is, is there a difference between sending your children somewhere to learn something that's contrary to the scripture? The antithesis of it. Okay. Or teaching it to them yourself. Is there a difference? What well, do you because mean? now what you're going to have is you're going to have people teaching their children scripture Oops. and the Christian worldview, and it is a worldview, not a religion. It is a whole worldview. They're teaching them a Christian worldview and an atheistic worldview. So before, where they were going to school and learning this, mm-hmm. parents had the opportunity to go. Okay, kids, what did you learn today? Well, we learned that dinosaurs died 60 million years ago, right? And the Christian can go, well, that's not true. That's not what Scripture says. And let me show you the evidence for that that backs it up. This is what we believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Now you have the parent teaching them the opposing worldview mm-hmm. and that. Mm-hmm. And most people, I don't want to say most people, I'm sure there are going to be people who do not, before didn't, make the distinction between the two with their children. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to have parents teaching both. So all it's going to do is create is, confusion. Is create confusion. Yes, I'm, I, you're basically saying now you have parents teaching government school programs inside their home Mm -hmm. that are um, that that believe to some extent in in a Christian uh, worldview or in in the Christian faith Mm -hmm. is what you're getting at first I would probably say there aren't a lot of people that are equipped with the knowledge 
to even teach yeah. the opposite. Because you have a lot of Christians that go along with the millions of years. You have a lot of Christians that don't know where to put dinosaurs. And don't, don't realize that thorns were created as part of the curse. Mm -hmm. They don't, and yet they're fossilized. fossilized. Um, so they couldn't have come before man. Yeah. If we believe God's account, which he wrote with his own hand. Mm -hmm those books of Genesis yeah. mm -hmm. and gave to Moses. Well, that's the thing. Like, how do you justify if Adam and Eve weren't real? The story in Genesis isn't real. Then explain Christ to me. If they undermine it at Genesis, then they undermine it throughout. Yeah. Um, just like one of the things that we were talking about earlier, um, did Christians as a whole throughout history believe the world was flat and there is strong evidence that it is being taught in schools now that Christians were you know they were really dumb and they believed the world was flat and mm -hmm. that's why we you know had to rail against them they were anti-science they were anti this mm -hmm. when largely most people knew that it wasn't flat if they read the Bible they knew it wasn't flat yeah um, there was a sect that went with it being flat. Mm -hmm. We have evidence of this. This is true. Yeah, they weren't Christians. But, mm -hmm. but, even in something like that, that's, that's just books or may just be reading mm -hmm. material, these children in the government school system are being taught mm -hmm. through science, through history, through reading materials. Mm -hmm. You know, so pretty much everything except math, maybe. And that depends on word problem. Yeah. <laughs> everything works against the Christian in the home. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember. I want to say between ten to 14,000 hours a child is in a classroom mm -hmm. being taught these things. Now, to your point about them teaching it in the home and, and having two different points. A good apologist, which highly, highly, highly recommend answers in Genesis um, and uh, Genesis Apologetics. Um, they are fantastic uh, resources. Um, we love Answers in Genesis books and their YouTube channel. And then, of course, Genesis Apologetics has a YouTube channel and an app. Um, that we use because we're still learning all this stuff. This is relatively mm -hmm. new to us. What maybe maybe a month or two, and it's you've you've known about it more than me, but mm -hmm. I've I've really dove into it in the past couple of months. Mm -hmm. um, but most parents that are Christian aren't even equipped to combat what kids are taught in a yeah. government school. Um, so there's your first hurdle. The other thing that I, I would honestly hope, and I, I do hope, that this is a blessing to where government uh, education, what they're taught, is now under the watchful eye of each parent. Yeah. Because it is schooling at home. It's not homeschooling where you've picked the curriculum and you've picked the style and you know what works for your child. Mm -hmm. 
this is, no, the government says this is what your child has to learn. This is the assignments they have to do per day. This is what has to get done. Mm -hmm. But now you're aware of all of the material Mm -hmm. from day to day to where they weren't before. Mm -hmm. So I'm hopeful that parents, Christian parents, will become aware of what their child is really learning. And regardless of if it's science, regardless of if it's history, Mm -hmm. maybe it's just books they're assigned to read. Mm-hmm. This should show us that we are totally capable of doing this, mm-hmm. regardless of the circumstances. Does it require some sacrifice? Yeah. But we have the perfect example of Christ and the church are supposed to be a husband and wife model. Mm-hmm. And God and his children is a father and children model, or mm-hmm. parent and children model. All of which is sacrificial love. Yeah. If you are not willing to sacrifice your life and comforts mm-hmm. and money or material things, lay don't lay up your treasures here, after yep. all. Because to me, the greatest treasure I could ever lay up in heaven is knowing that my child makes it. Yeah. Not the car that I have in the driveway. Mm-hmm. And... I'm, I'm hoping that this shows that you can do this. Does that mean that everybody can do it by one person quitting their job? Probably not right away. Yeah, we had to make a lot of adjustments. We made a lot of adjustments. Yeah, a lot of adjustments. <laughs> and not all of them were by yeah. our own bidding. Yeah. Um, a lot of answered prayers and then going, well, thank you for that, but... That's kind of not what I had in mind. <laughs> Maybe not going about it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a lot faster than I expected. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you hear these stories about teachers mm-hmm. that homeschool their own kids after they get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hear stories about single parents who do the homeschooling year-round and they do it three days, you know, Like they have a Mm four-day work week, and they do it three days. Mm -hmm. But they get to spend all of their time with their children. You have people that their kids go to Mamaw's house for, Mm -hmm. you know, X amount of day or X amount of hours out of the day. Why? Because the parent works second shift. Mm -hmm. But they make it work. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing, is... Making it work. It, it's, it takes effort. It does take mm-hmm. sacrifice of okay. some kind, whether it's frustration, whether it's changing schedules, whether mm-hmm. it's... It's not easy. No, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. But neither is being a Christian. Yeah. And convincing your child that they need to be salt and light to other children and not mm-hmm. equipping them. They're not equipped. Yeah. They're how's not. A, yeah, how's a nine-year-old supposed to be salt and light? They're not. They're not called to be. It does. Does a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old even have the capacity? I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just asking. Do they have the capacity to understand the gravity of the law? 
and the gospel. Because you can you can tell people Jesus loves you and he died for you on a cross and he died for you to to for your sins um, and all that all day you want to. It doesn't matter if they don't know why. Yeah, the first time somebody asks them why. Why did he do that? And they can't answer it. That puts doubts into their own mind, mm-hmm. much less yeah. pushes the other kid further away mm-hmm. from the faith. You, and you have you have to you have to get people to uh, adults don't understand. Yeah. That you are bad, and everything that your heart wants is bad. Yeah. How do I know this? Because God says it in Scripture. Your heart is wicked. Yeah. Definitely goes against people, that follow your heart. <laughs> adults can't handle that. Handle that. No. No. That's true. What do it's, you mean? Well, I just want I just want a new Mercedes. How is that wicked? Do you really need it? Because it's materialism and it, it doesn't benefit you at all. How, how does it benefit you? Uh, a nicer ride? to to work more debt for 15 minutes of 30 minutes out of the day more debt bigger payment or are you doing it because you want everyone to see you sitting in the brand new mercedes that you drive 30 minutes out of the day so that they'll go oh oh man i'm envious of that guy i don't know i think what does it gain a man What does it benefit a man to gain the whole world? And lose his soul. And lose his soul. Well, as a mom, and as somebody that actually does homeschool and doesn't school at home, I remember that verse pretty well. But not just for myself. Mm-hmm. When it When it comes to the thought of her not being taught by us, I cannot save her soul. Hmm. I can't. But as Charles Spurgeon put it, I am going to be wrapped around her ankles mm-hmm. <laughs> and doing everything in my power to equip her and give her the truth. And you're talking about laying up treasures. What does it, you know, what does it benefit a person if they have all the treasures in the world here, but not, but lose their soul? What does it benefit a parent to have all the treasures here? Mm-hmm. Or to give their child everything they didn't have? If you're not giving them the parent, and you're not giving them the gospel to teach them the parent, as at this point, I have a very long list of Bible verses that, really emphasize the parents are to be teaching their children from sunup till sundown. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of how you need... that. That's how I have to weigh it. I mean, because these are hard decisions in, in a world that tells you women need to be outside the home or they're nothing. Yeah. Women need to have a career or make money or, or you're worthless. Or 
your children need to be in school, a, a government-run school. And I'm like, mm-hmm. have you seen what the government does? Like, have you been to the DMV? Like, Yeah. Nah. Or received mail at any point in your life. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> They're terrible at everything. That they run, yeah. The government's not so great at, at running things. I mean, who went to bu- who went to public school? Well, that's always one question that I like to ask. Anybody that went to a government school says, "Well, I don't, I don't think I'm smart enough or equipped enough to teach my child in a homeschool setting." But you send your child to a government school that you just said didn't equip you with enough knowledge to teach your child. Uh, so you gotta, they gotta watch some videos. They gotta read some books. I mean, it didn't take a whole lot of learning. I tried several different things out. I, yeah. <laughs> I got my feet wet and mm-hmm. stuff. I tried one. I tried one thing online, and she absolutely hated it. <laughs> like she hated it. And to be honest, I can't really blame her. <laughs> but because I wasn't a huge fan of it either, and I'm like this. You know, I don't know if I can do this. And then she's just like, I, I can't stand this. I don't want to mm-hmm. do it. She didn't want to do any of it. <laughs> so I just kind of, you know, worked yeah. it around. And and we came to what we have now. And it works great. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's still young. She's, you know, I, we've got years of working out different things mm-hmm. that she's going to be interested in and, and working that stuff in. But I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss out on that. And I don't want her to miss out on being able to be creative. I don't want her to miss out on being able to be interested in what she's interested in. Do you know how much I know about dinosaurs now? We know a lot about dinosaurs now. I mean, for what, two years now? It's been a dinosaur kick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to put up a video of her saying all the dinosaur names at, yeah. like, at like three. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. And now people will say something about a dinosaur, and I'm just like, oh, that's that's a uh, uh, that's a pterodactylus, or mm-hmm. that's, um, I mean, Tyrannosaurus rex is, of course, you Which know. Which one is the bird? Archaeopteryx. Yes, that that's, was the bird, right? That's one, but there's the Microraptor as yeah, well. That's true. And there is a Pachycephalosaurus. Pachycephal- Pachycephalosaurus. That's that's the one that the head butts. Mm-hmm. Um, Parasaurolophus. Yep. That's the one that they think honked. It honked. Tell, tell me. How did they know that? I don't know. It's a guess. How do you know? It's a guess. Whether a dinosaur honked. It's a guess. Everything's a guess. Uh, yeah, it's all thing. guessing. It's all a guess. Yeah, here's a question. Uh, here's a question. If, um, if dinosaurs died out 60 million years ago, then tell me why we've pulled soft tissue from their bones in many different uh, many different places definitely go check out answers in genesis and uh genesis apologetics because this stuff is is very amazing Mm -hmm. um and it gives you it definitely helps you understand things the other day we were actually watching just a cartoon and it's just a regular cartoon not like a learning thing and it started mm-hmm. talking about dinosaur stuff. And it started telling stuff like it was fact. Yeah. All of which is theory. 
Yeah, it's all guesswork. And it was all millions and millions of years, and this is what they think, and this mm-hmm. is what they think, and and, yeah. and but it was all teaching it. In fact, mm-hmm. I had to turn it off. Yeah. And then I had to talk oh. to my daughter about, you know, why we don't do such and such and such and such. Mm-hmm. Well, you want, you want to know how to convince a child that the Bible isn't true, that it's not real. You show them these really cool creatures and tell them that God didn't make them. But these are really cool creatures that roam the earth, and some were small, and some were very big, and we don't have anything that looks like them now, um, and that they all died 60 million years ago. That's the whole book of Genesis gone. And if Genesis isn't true, then none of the rest of it is true. Yeah. And some people watching this are going to say, but yeah, it is. Then tell me, if Genesis 3 didn't happen, if Adam and Eve didn't eat from the tree and there wasn't a fall and we didn't bring sin into the world then tell me why Christ had to come to save us from it what was the point of a sacrifice if those people were just concocted Mm -hmm. if you believe in Christ and you believe in why he came why God came to earth in, in the flesh, uh, in the person of His uh, of God the Son, Jesus. I think the best term I've heard is uh, God-man. The God-man. <laughs> yeah. That's the best yeah. one for describing and understanding um, here. If you believe that, and you believe that He was God, then in the many times that Jesus references the story, references Genesis and the events that happen in it, why don't you believe Him? That's something that helped me because I couldn't. If everything that Jesus said was true, mm-hmm. if he's referencing Genesis and saying it was created in six days, do you believe everything that Jesus says he's or do you that think cre- that he doesn't? Yeah, he's tell the one the that created it. Time? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and, and the, the Word, word was, was God. God. Yeah, I mean, but I, circling, let's circle back. Circle back. (laughs) I am hoping, Mm -hmm. with with your original point, I am hoping that by parents having to really be involved more with what their children are having to learn from a government school system, that they're going to realize this is not neutral. Yeah. They are teaching them a religion, and that mm-hmm. religion is atheism, and that religion is anti-God. Mm-hmm. It's anti-creation. It's anti-Bible. It's anti-prayer. Mm-hmm. It's anti-Jesus. It's it's anti-church. It's anti-family. Mm-hmm. All of it. Yeah, the, uh, the several the one of the biggest things for that is that in school, I was taught. Let, let's take a. A step back for just a second. In school, I was taught that Archaeopteryx was a one of the it was one of the few fossils proofs of evolution that, that was the one of the missing links of this animal to this animal, uh, like no, a dinosaur a to a bird. 
Yeah, and then they came out. Many they've come out since then, and they've said that no, it's just a bird. And of course, they don't update the text, and they don't update it. They just keep teaching you this lie. <laughs> well, as if it's true. All of the all of the missing links for us and apes have been disproven. Mm-hmm. All, of all, them. Of, all of the missing links, period. And I was proven. lucky enough to have a fantastic science teacher yeah. that, although I couldn't understand it, did take the time to break all of that down for us. Mm-hmm. And you've got to think, that was when I was in, what, 10th or 11th grade? So 15, 16 mm-hmm. ish yeah. years ago. It had been disproven then. This isn't something that's just happened recently. Yeah. They were disproven then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm hoping that not only does this really show Christian parents mm-hmm. what they're allowing their children to be exposed to. And that's something that bothers me. If you're careful about what your child is exposed to, which you should be careful what your child is exposed to, it's your job to protect your children as part of teaching them. Um, if you're careful in what they're exposed to, between TV and internet and books and things like that and situations. But you're sending them into enemy territory every single day Mm. without you, without protection. It is by the grace of God that they will come out Mm. and still believe by the time they make it to college. Yeah. Because one hour or two hours Mm -hmm. at church a week ain't going to do it. Yeah. Especially since most churches are now set up and segregated just like government school. Mm-hmm. They're not being taught by their parents, which is what they are commanded. Parents to, are yeah. commanded to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I am responsible. Me. As the man. I am responsible for everything that goes on in my household. I will answer to God for that. So I'm responsible for what you're learning and what you knowing and making sure that it's scripturally correct. Yeah. And for what she's learning. Mm-hmm. We're totally equal in yeah. our relationship. But I hold the responsibility for well, and, it. In the and, eyes I of ha- God. and I hold responsibility for her mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, but that's not taught. No. Parents parents aren't taught that. And they're also not taught how to argue and defend their own faith. So yeah. it makes it very difficult when the child comes home and goes, well, this is science. Well, if you came from a government school and that's what you were taught about science and you aren't, let's be honest, when was the last time you heard somebody preaching on the Old Testament, much less mm-hmm. Genesis yeah, or Exodus mm-hmm. or any of the first five books? Uh, ever? Maybe? No. Here's Uh -uh. the thing. When church, when your faith has become about nothing but how you feel, it's easy when you get to a hole to just skirt around it. Yeah. Uh, Well, that looks too hard. I'll just go around it. It makes me feel bad. You will give an account of all of that. Mm Mm-hmm. When, when when you base your faith completely on feeling, then any lar- illogical argument that you run into, you're just going to ignore it. Because you've been taught that you have to get rid 
you have to close your mind off and just feel like understand the feeling are you feeling the spirit right now that comes from your heart and your heart is deceitful yeah yeah that's a problem mm-hmm. um but every yeah. child is a blessing and every child is a gift we're mm-hmm. told that how are you going to answer when you stand before God that gave you those children and I and you go, well, I really just wanted to work. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted them to have everything I didn't have. And he goes, I gave them to you for you to raise and you to teach and to bring them to me. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted them to have everything that I didn't have. Well, they didn't end up having you, did they? They had all the material things in the world, but they Mm -hmm. didn't have you because you were trying to provide them with all the material things in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that that's one of the things that comes out of this is that we kind of realize how materialistic we've gotten. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because a kid doesn't say, you know, they Mm -hmm. might in the moment, kids are kids. Oh, I really wish I could have that toy or I really wish I could have this or have that long term. They say, I wish I had more time with my dad. Or I wish I had more time with my mom. Yeah, and parents do the same thing. Yeah. They don't say, I wish I worked more. Uh, you ask a grandparent or, or someone who maybe doesn't have grandkids yet and just go, would you go back if you could and spend more time with your with your children? And if they're a halfway decent person, they would probably say yes. And they would probably pick the time when they were small. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole world was a mystery mm-hmm. and something to learn yeah. about every single day. And a butterfly landing on your finger is just the most magnificent thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you miss that. Mm-hmm. If, if, if we continue to go with the materialistic view that we've been put that's been pushed on us mm-hmm. and you know you see evidence of that that we don't know how to be a family the way that the bible has structured mm-hmm. just in the past week when when all these schools have gotten shut down and people i know they're meant to be funny but these posts yeah. about you know my kid's already suspended or my kid hates his teacher or my kid this or my kid that or the Kermit thing where he's looking out the rainy window saying that this is... They they miss their old teacher because their new one's so mean. Yeah. That's Here's kind of where I've landed, to be honest, yeah. because it, this is how I feel. Some of them are funny, admittedly. Yeah. I, it's funny. Some of them. Here's the thing, though. Read it to your child. Do you, do you suppose that they will find it funny? That's the thing. Like if you if it if you're not willing to say it to their face, if that would make you feel guilty. How would that make them feel <laughs> if you have teenage children who have <laughs> social media and see what you're posting? Yeah. Oh golly, home again with my kids. Well, and like and, how? and it's like so many people are doing their best to avoid it. 
Like mm-hmm. even to be, I'm not saying that going stir crazy doesn't happen. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I could totally admit that it does. But that doesn't have to do with who we're with. That just yeah. has to do with the confines mm-hmm. of being like trapped yeah. inside of a building and not being able to go well, anywhere. And here's the other thing. But, people, people, just real quick, people seem to think that we, we have this perverse idea of what love is. I mean, you and I listened to, to Vaughn Bacham uh, talk about that the other day. It, we have this perverse idea of what love is. If you think that love means you have to like your children or like your spouse every minute of every single day, then you have a perverse idea of what love is. Period. It means that you you love them by doing those things in spite of the fact that you might be angry with them or irritated at them or something like that. That is love. It's sacrificing. It's swallowing how you mm-hmm. feel yeah. to serve them. Yeah. Serving. Yeah. God came to earth in the person of Christ. He didn't come and lord over it from a palace. He washed feet. He lived as a homeless man. And he died for everyone who believes in him. The being that created the universe came to earth to serve. That is what love is. Yeah. And if that's the perfect example of love, then the least I can do is everything in my power to serve and teach Mm -hmm. the gift that I have been given. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, am I not taking it for granted? Mm -hmm. Or, or, in some cases, basically throwing it back in his face. I mean, I couldn't imagine being a kid and seeing that. And and going, is that how my mom really feels about me? I'm a burden? Because, like, at this point, although I hope that this is a blessing and helps families reconnect and helps awaken families to what their children are really learning... Mm-hmm. Un, without protection of, of a parent in government schools yeah. and, and helps people realize that they can sacrifice things for their family and they'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. I see these things more and more and more and part of me goes, I really do wish that these schools get to open back up in a way so that some of these kids can go to school and feel loved. Because if these parents are talking to their children half as much in the way that they're posting, yeah, they probably feel really bad as well yeah. as being scared. I, I honestly, I hope the parents feel bad about it. I hope that someone watching this made one of those posts, and us talking about this right now helps to convict them. Well, when you so don't, so that they can change it. When so you that, don't have the biblical instruction. Yeah. When when you haven't heard it about, mm-hmm. and I kid you not, I mean I'm I'm only to 
we're in, we finished Ruth, we're in First Samuel, and I'm also doing Proverbs right now, and we're doing the New Testament at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I have probably 20 to 30 verses already yeah. that are specifically, you know, fathers, instruct your sons, do mm-hmm. not take for granted the teaching of your mother. You know, parents mm-hmm. are to teach their children from... <laughs> When you lie down and when you rise up, I mean, you can't get any, you know, you're supposed to teach the ways of God every waking moment Mm -hmm. that you have with them. You're supposed to be a living witness. You're supposed to be a living example. And we're all going to fail at that. But we have to be humble enough to even to a child go, look, I messed up. Mommy messed up. Mommy got mad. Mommy was impatient. This is why mommy was wrong. Because mommy gets impatient. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my big things I'm working on. But you have to show them. And you're the only one that will or should. Well, I mean, is is given the responsibility to. Mm-hmm. So I really, really yeah. hope that that's one of the main things that comes out of this. Because everything in this world that is allowed works to the glory of God. I'm also hoping that it awakens some of these people to some of the prosperity gospel. And it awakens some of these people to the faith healers that claim they can heal you through the television. But only only if you send money. And the problem with that is, is that why are you not healing the coronavirus? Yeah. Once your like healing rooms open. Why aren't you going to hospitals and visiting the sick as yeah. we're commanded to do as Christians? Yeah. They, Get out there. They avoid them. I mean, I'm I'm really hoping that that does open some people up to that. Yeah. And if anybody wants good resources for learning more about mm-hmm. the prosperity gospel and the faith healers and the word of faith movement, um, please go check out Justin Peters Ministries. Um, yeah. He, he's done some of the most in-depth work on it. There, um, there are things in in the modern church and just Christian lingo, yeah. Christian language and things like that that stem from the charismatic movement, uh, stem from word of faith, um, prosperity and gospel, and new age. It's so Those things have so permeated the modern church. Um, that it's just everyday language and you don't even realize I didn't that you're doing it I didn't I had several things that just learning yeah. and, and watching their stuff and hearing what they're saying and I'm like mm-hmm. oh my goodness that's I've heard that since yeah. I was a kid and I mm-hmm. didn't go to any of those yeah like and, and, and then I don't know about for you but for me mm-hmm. I didn't even go to one of those really, but I did grow up with the youth group movement and the Jesus culture kind of movement Mm -hmm. starting. And I, I have a Mm -hmm. very, very hard time with stripping away all of the bad doctrine and stuff that I grew up learning. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. 
having had bad theology. I, I honestly feel like it would have been easier if I had none. Mm-hmm. Because then if I started with the truth, you start for, yeah. it would have been easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going from none to truth yeah. instead of bad. Well, I mean, that's like I used to classify myself as Christian other or Yeah, we had many whatever. arguments because over. Because I thought Christian was churchian. Yeah, churchian, churchianity is a different thing. Yeah, and I had this mix of, like, if you can see my, I, we posted a video of me talking about it. Um, but this mix of prosperity and word of faith and new age, and new age has nothing to do with Christianity. Um, and was your secular and, stuff coming through there? And then there was like these secular ideas and then like all of this. How I, do I rectify that with aliens <laughs> and dinosaurs? And it like... I remember some it of It was a whole kind of... And man, did like they make Alex my head Jones. hurt. Like Alex Jones. Man, they made my head hurt. Horrific nastiness. Well, I, I mean, I remember around in my head. like discussions about the divinity of Christ and discussions yeah. about the Trinity. Don't get me wrong. I grew up with some bad theology, but I had more theology on that <laughs> good theology yeah. than you did. Oh yeah, and I, mean, I, I had could... one thing right. There's a God. <laughs> that's about and it. that's about all I had. And he wasn't even the God of the Bible. It was uh, this just God some that, supreme. You were very deist. He was yeah. There was that. this God that I created. The, the the in my mind like this is how God operates because it allows me to do the things that I want to do. Well, that's called idolatry, uh, and it's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thankfully, uh, God saw fit to save me from that um, horrific mess of whatever it was. And praise God, not only did He find fit to fix my conversion. And make it a true one. But he also saved me from all of your babble about rectifying aliens with <laughs> with God and, and dinosaurs. Yeah. And, and Well, oh, that's the thing is like, man, all of, of that those. stuff that I, that, that I used to talk about and all that stuff, it was, it's all in, it was, I didn't even realize it, but it was just this subjective stew of all of these things that conflicted. And yeah. I, I, I was so into it, and so my mind was so muddied by it that I didn't even recognize that there wasn't any logic to it. Somebody recognized there wasn't any logic to it. <laughs> Somebody really did. <laughs> I just like never recognized that there was zero logic to any of the things that I was talking about. Like, I remember some I of your alien concoction why. theories, and I'm just yeah. like. Well, how do I, re- like, I don't understand how you can rectify, like, the fact that aliens really exist with the fact that God created humans and all of this stuff. You know how you can't rectify it? The fact that it's unrectifiable. There's no logic there. It doesn't make sense because it's not true. <laughs> the alien part. I'm so glad I don't have to have those discussions anymore. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm going to add that to my yeah. blessings for thank you in, in yeah. my prayers the next time. <laughs> yeah, on the flip side of that, if you haven't noticed in this conversation, uh, we are Christians. We're not we're not Baptists, and we're not Lutherans, and we're not Methodists. We don't identify as that. We are Christians. We're not saying that all those other people who are Baptists and Methodists and Lutherans aren't Christians. What we're saying is we're Christians. Plain and simple. Um, we don't really. I don't. I don't see. The difference in how a person gets baptized? Mm. Sprinkle, immersion. I think I don't I don't know if it really matters. I know someone probably gonna get heat for me saying that. Um, here's the deal. If you haven't if you read live... and learned anything up until this point that while we are still mm-hmm. learning that yeah. leads you to believe in any particular if way. If you live in a you valley. are open to someone giving you instruction. Yeah. I'm open to learning, and, and if we're wrong about something, then present us with the scripture. Uh, don't just say that we're wrong. Present us with the scripture. Uh, uh, tell us that we're wrong, uh, and then we'll work it out. Like I have no problem with that. Um, I would rather be corrected, yeah, than go on believing something yeah. that's not true. Yeah, um, we need a lot more of that. Side note: You are a person who lives in a valley next to a river. And you want to be saved and be baptized. So you go through the process of sanctification, which is a process. It's not five minutes in a prayer. You're going to do a video on these, aren't you? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, and then you get baptized in the river. Okay. Um, your cousin is up on a mountaintop. And they live on the mountain and they want to get saved. Um... And they don't have the means to come all the way down the mountain to the river and be fully immersed. So are you saying that the minute amount of water that he can get from the spring that runs through his property isn't sufficient for baptism? It is what God provided. Do you see the the issue here? Ultimately here... Baptism is still a symbol of yes. your conversion. But for a lot of people, this is a point of contention. Yes. Which that's is a secondary not, issue. Yeah. It's not as. Yeah. Secondary issues. We're, we are Christians because of primary issues. Yeah. <laughs> primary theology. Baptism is one of those things that falls secondary. Um, Baptism does not save you. Yeah. Dunked or sprinkled, don't matter. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't matter. matter if I hit you in the forehead with a snowball. Yeah. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I can't bless the snowball and then throw it at you and you be saved. Yeah. Just or the bucket doesn't of water. work that way. It doesn't. Mm-mm. Sanctification Mm-mm. and justification and atonement are what saves you. You know what saves you? What saves you is grace. Through faith in Christ Jesus. Alone. Alone. That's what saves you. You know this took longer than we anticipated. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we babble. We, we ramble. That's fine. We babble. Um, I don't. I don't want anyone to think that 
Um, and I know there's probably going to be a lot of people who think we're silly because we believe this. Um, here's the thing. I didn't used to believe this. Uh, and then I decided that I wanted the truth because all of the things in my head made no sense. So we embarked on this journey. <laughs> uh, and the reason that we believe uh, that we are, we have come to the truth that the worldview, the proper worldview uh, is the Christian one. Um, we believe in creation, uh, six day creation, six 24 hour days um, and a young earth. And the reason that we believe it is because there is evidence to support it. Go check out Answers in Genesis and Genesis Apologetics for mm. the evidence because they explain it way better than we could. Yeah. Just saying. And to be honest with you, there is more, in my opinion, there is more evidence to support creation and young earth a young earth then there is an old earth and evolution there is no evidence that supports evolution there has never been oh wait evidence that supports evolution there's evidence but, that supports devolving uh, no. it says if you look it up on your phone what is the proof for evolution i know you did the video it says what is the proof? Well, I said, what is the proof for evolution? You said macro evolution. Macro evolution. Which is a change of kinds. Kinds. Uh, and it says there is no proof for evolution. There is no proof for macro evolution. However, there is evidence of macro evolution. You need to put a link in for so, your video. <laughs> I said, okay, so what, what, does, what does proof mean? Just what does proof mean? Evidence. Evidence. This is the first word that came up. It means evidence. Uh, so then I typed in evidence. And you know what evidence means? Proof. Proof. So wait a minute. If proof is evidence and evidence is proof, then how can there be no, no proof, proof but there is evidence? Do you see the circular logic here? No, you because argue, I see a lack of. You can argue until you're blue in the face that Darwin's finches are something to be talked about. At the end of the day, what are they? It's adaptation. It's finches. They're, They're finches. Birds. They're still finches. You can argue that some scientists in a laboratory made bacteria turn into other bacteria. But guess what? It's still bacteria. It's still bacteria. If you can show me where... Or a cat turned into a dog. A cat turned into a dog, which is a change of kinds... Then we've got something to talk about. And if, and, and I'm just going to say, if anybody says, well, dinosaurs turned into birds because there were dinosaurs with feathers. If it has feathers, guess what it is? It's probably a bird. It's a bird. It's probably a bird. It's a bird. <laughs> Reptiles have scales. It's probably a bird. They don't have feathers. So those well, were birds. I'll, I'll say this. I will say. Again, watch those two channels. There could be, there. I mean, there could have been some of them. That had something like feathers or feathers on them. Um, what other animal do you know of right now? What reptile do you know of that has fur? Um, I don't know of one. I know of a little creature that harbors a virus. And it's a mammal that has scales. <laughs> not <laughs> they're, really, they're not really they're scales. Not scales. They're plates. 
Um, but no, usually it's a, guess what? It's that it's a poor bird. animal. Yeah. How could you? I don't even want to go there. If, if you don't know what a pangolin is, like go look up a pangolin. It's like an armadillo meets an anteater. Yeah, it's like an armored aardvark. And apparently people want to eat eat it a lot. I don't know why. It would be cute if it were furry. I still, th- I still think it's cute. <laughs> I think it's really cool looking. It is a cool animal. It's like, <laughs> like you see, we grow up in the United States with armadillos. Armor-plated little mammals that run around. Yeah, and guess what? They spread. Leprosy. Leprosy. Um, and and in case you, know. you want to know why we're talking about a pangolin, it's because people are now saying that the COVID nineteen came from pangolins. Yeah, and, and people or eating at least them. They were. They've said it come from snakes, and then and it's bats. come from pangolins and and bats. The simple fact is, is that in, we don't know. Didn't you? We read don't any, know. We don't really know. But didn't you, you read an article where they were talking about the laboratory? There's a lab near the market that they linked it to, and there had been issues before with people selling animals that had been experimented on in that lab. Yeah. Potentially. I say this is one article, so we don't know whether it's actually true or not. And the likelihood of me finding it now when that was one of the first... This was when it was still just in China. Yeah. When I read it, I was following it. Here's the thing. I hunt. I hunt because I would prefer to um, take an animal, harvest an animal, um, because I know what it eats, I know how it's lived, and it's a better death for the animal than it would be for it to just die naturally. Um, Most of the time, animals die horrifically in the wild. That's just the way the wild is. Well, in the wilds of where Um, we live, most deer die by the hands of a vehicle. Yeah. Um, but I would rather have three or four deer in my freezer and eat on those for, uh, uh, all year or more, um, than, uh, it's, it's not really a moral thing. I just, it's not a thing of, well, I don't want to participate in factory farming. I like beef. I enjoy beef. I don't know what's in the beef. I know what's in the deer. Grass. And deer and corn. some deer corn. And some other, you know, I know what they're eating. Um, but don't eat weird animals. Like, I feel like that's easy. You look at something and you go, oh, that looks really weird. I don't want to eat it. I'm not eating an armadillo. No. I'm not, I'm not eating, eating a raccoon. That. I don't know. I might try a raccoon. See, so don't see, but the rabies thing scares me. They eat anything, Does, including garbage. I'm sure it cooks out. <laughs> but... I don't want to test that theory, please. Uh, no raccoon, no uh, possum. No, what about squirrels? I don't understand how people eat squirrels. We well, have to get know, like three or four squirrels. I know my dad. Dad's hunted squirrels before, and I'm just like, what do you do? Yeah. Just put it on a skewer, skewer, and and yeah. uh, you can quarter them. They're probably right. about the size of a quarter, huh? If By the was, time you quarter the, it, about a little bit smaller than a chicken wing. Yeah. That's why you have to get like four or five. Yeah, that just seems like a lot of effort. It is a lot of effort. 
for not a lot of return. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Yeah. I don't know how we I've ended never eaten up squirrels on before. squirrel hunting. I don't. I don't know. When either. we started out on I COVID nineteen. Pangolins, COVID nineteen, stop eating weird stuff. Now, granted. And now we're trying to determine what qualifies as weird stuff. Well, to be honest with you, for most people in the United States, squirrel and raccoon is weird stuff. Uh-huh. Exactly. So I think me saying that Impossible. pangolin is a weird thing for people in Asia to eat, maybe it's not a weird thing for them to eat. Maybe they eat it all the time. But it's weird to me that they eat this animal that's weird looking. Yeah. Just like... Me eating a cute little squirrel is probably weird. Would be weird to to <laughs> to people who are obsessed with cuteness. Well, this turned into a very different conversation from how it started yes, out, it did. didn't it? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Well, you're you're pretty much getting just the raw us, and this is kind of how we talk to each other on a regular basis, <laughs> if you can believe that. Um, yeah. So, welcome to our living room as we wander through our thoughts without wandering around, mm-hmm. considering we can't yeah. <laughs> for the yeah. foreseeable future. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like I said, we're working on a lot of stuff. Um, we're working on some merchandise ideas and, and things in case anybody's interested and. uh Patreon was something that was suggested, and we're looking into that. Um, But we would love for you guys to just kind of follow along with us. We share lots of little stuff from our life and our adventures and things we find interesting on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Like, subscribe, uh, hit the bell button if you like our wandering thoughts. And as we learn on this journey... um, and also, uh, please go check out our actual page on YouTube because we have some curated playlists um, on all kinds of topics because YouTube is probably one of the best resources for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a reader, so I have lots of articles. If you're interested in articles, definitely check out Facebook. That's where we share those. Um, but as far as learning from good people on YouTube, I've created these playlists of other people's sermons and information and learning. Like, I have one on God and science. I have one on just Noah's Ark and the Flood. And then I have some on marriage that I've set up and and Mm -hmm. biblical parenting and things like that um, that have helped us learn as we started this maybe a year ago. So definitely check those out. And when when she says curated... She means the videos were curated. The people who made the videos were curated. <laughs> like, we don't listen to anything that anyone who we don't fully vet, vet and research yeah. um, their, their doctrine and their theology and, and all of that stuff. The one thing that defines uh, a Christian uh, is sola scriptura. Berrien. I want to be a Berrien. Yeah. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, 
there there was this group in in the Bible in Romans, I believe, that any time Paul or Peter or anybody would say anything, they would go back to the scripture that they had, and they would verify what they said to mm-hmm. see if they were. They read the scriptures factual daily. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. We have vetted this as thoroughly up to this point. If if it's if it's on one of those playlists, we have found that these people, up to this point through our research and watching mm-hmm. them, are good, sound resources. Mm-hmm. Um, so please, please use those, share them. You know, we just, we hope that we can share this journey with other people and we can help make it easier for them because we did all of this, just the two of us. This was all on our own. We came to this on our own. Um, and we just thought when we started this, wouldn't it be amazing if we found somebody doing doing this, doing what we're doing, who had already mm-hmm. was at least a little bit further on their journey than we were and could direct us a little bit. Yeah. So we hope that we can be a blessing for you guys and and I'm sure we're going to make videos later down the road saying, mm-hmm. well, guess what? We found out we were wrong. Yeah, I'm totally <laughs> cool with that. Yeah, um, because we're not pastors. We're not. We're just the regular everyday mm-hmm. people that are trying to learn and figure this out as best as we can um, mm-hmm. and provide these resources to make it easier for the next person. Yeah. Um, so, you good? I'm Do you good. think we I'm, covered everything I from COVID nineteen so. to I'm, homeschooling I'm, and and yeah. pangolins? Yeah, and squirrels. And squirrels. <laughs> I think we yeah. covered pretty much everything then. Um, I wanna I wanna maybe leave everybody with this. Um, this is when we started reading uh, scripture and going through all this. They these these words. When I read these words, they haunted me for a very long time uh, because they're haunting words. I think they're the most haunting words in the in the entire Bible. Um, but that was a good thing uh, because it it made me want for them. It made me want to get to a place where they weren't haunting, where I was secure enough um, that they weren't terrifying to me um and the reason that i want to to read them is because uh maybe maybe you don't know them maybe maybe you haven't heard this or or something like maybe you were like me before where i continuously told people that i read the bible when i had never read the bible before in my entire life still working Um, on it and another word uh picking through scripture isn't reading the bible Doing a devotional no. and having uh, a bit of a, a verse, a bit of a chapter uh, there. And their interpretation. And that's what you're reading. That's you thinking you're reading the Bible, that you're not reading the Bible. That's that's, And people are going to get mad at me for saying that, but that's not what you're doing. Reading the Bible means you open it up and you read it. And you read a chapter. Chapter by chapter by chapter by chapter. You can start in the Old Testament. You can start in the New Testament. You can start in the New Testament. And then you can, you can start with John. 
and then go back to the Old Testament and then go to Matthew. But reading it like a book, like it's written, in the context that it's written in, <laughs> that is reading the Bible. And I didn't know these words until I started doing this. Uh, the words are uh, in red. Um, Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name cast out demons? And in your name perform many miracles? He's talking about professing Christians. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. What he's talking about is judgment. And he's talking about professing Christians. False converts. People who performed miracles and cast out demons and prophesied. False teachers as well. False prophets, false conversions, false... Anything that you can put false in front of, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I was false. Mm-hmm. I was a false convert. Me too. Um, I wasn't even converted. I yeah. wouldn't even go as far as to say false convert. I think I was just false. <laughs> um, but I, reading those words um, haunted me for months. And I, I don't, I don't read them, um, in malice. Um, I read them because I want, I know that there's someone out there who these words will haunt. Um, and that's Matthew seven, twenty two and 23, by the way. Um, if those words haunt you, if it worries you that Christ on ju- in, in your judgment, Christ will look at you and say, depart from me. Good. It's something that you should be worried about. Um, And hopefully uh, that will convict you and and move you. Um, The the Holy Spirit will will move you to um, learning more of God's word. Um, And and through that coming to know him. um, So that you can get right with Christ. I think that's a good way to end. So, I guess until next time. Yep. We'll keep wandering around our living room. Yeah. Because that's as far as we can go. Mm -hmm. But, uh... (laughs) I guess we'll see you guys next time. Check out the links. Check out the description. um, And check us out on our social media pages. And again, definitely check out those those playlists and see if there's any subject matter that piques your interest. And if we don't have one on something that interests you, let us know in the comments so that we can work to create a resource for you and anybody else who might be looking for the answers you're looking for too. So... Till next time. Bye.